Hello, everyone in podcast land. I'm David. I'm Jono. And this is the podcast where everything's off the top of my head, off the bottom of my feet, and right up the boo My bum bum. This is the Let's <laughs> Wing It podcast where, uh, where we talk about things that uh, are a true treat. Yeah. Including such films as John Wick 4. What's it called? I can't remember what the... the John Wick. John Wick 3 was Parabellum. Oh, who cares? Oh, uh, yeah. John, John Wick, Wick 1, 2, 3, 4. John Wick 4, the movie that started off as an indie film that became bigger than anything else combined, and it made Shazam look really bad. Well, I don't know if you saw that TikTok of Zachary Levi oh, looking really? like a fucking loser. Oh, no! We'll talk about that. Oh. Uh, we're also going to talk about our experience watching the Apple TV Plus show called... S- Shrinking. Shrinking. Uh, no the, spoilers. I'm no spoilers. We, have, we will talk about it. We'll talk about it. I'm on episode eight. But I finished. Yeah. You should go finish. Yeah, I know. But just the last episode is pretty heavy. It's funny. We can talk about that. I know. Uh, yeah. But before we do that, why don't we eat some sauce? Some wings? Mm, well, some chicken nuggets. But. Chicken, chicken nuggets, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh. Okay, tell me what the sauce is. So the sauce is called Fiorella's Jack Steak Stack? Jack Stack Barbecue Sauce. <laughs> My head, my my brain went steak. Jack stack steak. Stop. Jack stack barbecue sauce. It's pretty red looking. Dink it, dig it, and sink it. Barbecue like sauce. It. That's nice. Like Not too it. sweet. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. I don't. Okay. Screw you, Matthew Noonan. All right, that's Jack stack barbecue. Yeah, it's we did it. All right, that's the tasting portion of the show. Yeah. Now let's uh, get into one of two of the main events. Mm-hmm. What do you think of uh, John Wick 4? John? John Wick 4? John Wick 4. John Wick 4. <laughs> I will give it a... I fluctuated. So, but mm. this is my final, like, subtle, like, yeah, after yeah. a couple of days talking about it. Especially after last night, because um, oh. I think Bell, Jamie, and I think Ploof watched it. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, how would you know? It was my yeah. birthday yesterday. Yeah. At the time of recording. Uh, send me money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for Patreon for today. Yes, you sign up for Patreon. Shout out. Patreon.com slash um, let's bring it. Let's bring it. Uh, but those guys, they uh, they were talking about it and they didn't like it. And then they told me why. I was like, oh, that's interesting. It didn't really change my opinion too much yeah. about it. I think they just appreciated it differently than I did. Okay. Because actually, I watched one, two, and three right before before going into this. I have no desire to do that. I was fine. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. I, I love my action movies, but I love it for a different reason, which we'll Talk sure. about it later. Um, I give it a eight point five. Jesus Christ! Yeah, give it eight point five. It's like my favorite movie so far this year. There hasn't been too many movies this year, I don't think. You no, know, it hasn't been too many, but no. the movies I've seen, sure, sure, I've sure. watched so far. I'm like, it's really good. I think it is probably the best one since one. Okay, one I, is definitely my favorite. One is definitely good because it kind of opens everything mm-hmm. up. So I would still go like one really close, number four. Mm-hmm. And then uh, three and two. I think two's the worst. What is this plot of okay. John Wick 4? So, because, okay, there's a spoiler alert. <laughs> so, at the end of John Wick 3, he's uh, current status of John Wick is that people think he's dead, but then they found out that his body was gone, and then the Bowler King took him, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, ho- the hobo. The hobo king, yeah. uh, which is really cool. I thought that character was super cool. Uh, they kind of like, Based enough high John to get rehabilitated because he just got, he got injured, right? Yeah, yeah, he got like he fell like at least ten stories, Jeez. and he kind of like uh, he did the homework thing and just like kept hitting things on the way down, yeah. and <laughs> that's why he didn't go splat. Yeah, that's one thing. But he got injured. Yeah, injured. So based enough to him, it's just like getting like full on revenge, mm-hmm. 
and trying to kind of get out at the same time. Mm. So he kind of goes on a world tour to kill as many people and just trying to achieve his objective. And also just kind of those like subplots. There's a couple mm. of few subplots. So the really kind of cool thing is that he uh, first goes after the elder, which you saw from number three. Okay. Deaf and elder, whatever, probably actors, and just kills him. Okay. This is like straight up. like, you won't change anything. You'll still be like wanted, blah, blah, blah. This is not going to do anything. You'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, he just basically just shoots him like yeah. straight up. I'm like, oh. And it kind of like, in a weird way, it looked like an ending. Mm. But it's just like, oh, it's the beginning. Because it just opens up a whole shit storm. Yeah. Which they kind of they said it was a shit storm. I didn't really feel like it was a shit storm. They just kind of hired a guy. The guy who played uh, the clown in It. Oh, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's amazing. It's like super amazing. Basically, I've hired him to kind of like take exact revenge on John Wick for killing the elder. Uh, Basin F has like all authority of the high table, which is the big yeah, yeah. elusive group to just go hunt John Wick and kill everyone who has helped them uh. because the, the little ad world building I'm going to assume is because the whole entire underworld is like kind of really suppressed okay. by the high table. John Wick is kind of like seen as a person like rebelling. Yeah, against the order. Of yeah, things. the order and stuff. So they want to like squash that and yeah. kill any notion of like if this happens, blah, blah. It's a typical like that's a typical story about mm-hmm. any underdog movie. And yeah, that's basically enough it. It's long, isn't it? It is. Uh, yeah, it's two hours and forty nine minutes. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, one hundred and sixty nine minutes. Dare they? No. How dare they? You want me? To, you want to see? You want to hear another yeah. fucked up thing? Give me. Your, give me a fucked up. The thing. Uh, the original edit is two hundred twenty five minutes. Oh my god! How much talking is there? Uh, it was actually a good amount. Does actually like like a lot of conversation? Uh, not like um, it's definitely not like Dune level yeah. conversation. But it's like enough to go, okay, I got it. And okay. I like those some those one piece of dialogue in the middle that I adored. Cause it just kind of told like a story between uh one, two, three, four people <laughs> and their desires of trying to do things, but how the system is rigged. Yeah. Cause he well, obviously in, in that's a card game and he rigs it. Sure, sure. And everything. But it's great. Like I really enjoyed everything about the movie. Okay. It felt some parts, yes. This is one thing that I think Bell and I think Ploof and then Jamie said it just went on a bit too long. Yeah. Three hours is a little bit long for yeah. a dumb action movie. It's not that dumb. I haven't seen it, yeah. so you're right, I can't say, but I I think all the expanded universe John Wick stuff is like It's cool. It's kinda cool. Like if it was a video game, you know, and like you go to the merchant at the hotel and like yeah. he gives you a little bit of story, but like, oh, it's kinda like a little bit of cool world building. But yeah. I feel like I kind of just got tired of it in the John Wick movies. And I feel yeah. like the container that they're wrapping the story or the action in has appealed to me less and less each mm, yeah. a- a- each episode. But. Yeah, it it is kind of weird because, yeah, because like how I kind of viewed the whole series is like, let's just take it into like uh, pro esports. Mm. So let's just say copper is lowest. Mm-hmm. Diamond is highest. Sure. So it's like the first one is like a retired diamond player. Fighting against like copper, silver, gold. Yeah, players. just fucking everyone. Just like up. pub stomp. Like yeah. he, he got yeah. a Smurf account and pumps, yeah. like stomped on everyone. And the people he he struggled against, he wouldn't have struggled against when, if he was like still John Wick. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, John Wick 2 is kind of like showing that he's getting back into groove. He's playing against some like gold yeah, and yeah. like, you know, um, like higher. And three is like, okay, he's starting to hit like platinum a little bit because yeah. like zero was in there and he's kind of like a fanboy, mm. but he's not quite as good. Yep. But this one's like full on. This is like, like platinum or maybe just below platinum yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. And That's it's just, fun. yeah, it's like super cool because you have John Wick. Uh, or I guess you have Keanu Reeves, you have Donnie Yen. Oh, cool. Uh, you have a two other people. I can't remember their names, but Donnie Yen was like, yeah. I like, do like Donnie Yen. He's cool, but he's blind. It's kind of weird. Again? They No, they made him a blind. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, they made him a blind swordsman slash also shoot. Like, he had a gun, too. I wonder why that, both in Star Wars and this. He's- I think because he's too OP'd. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's really good. Even when he was quote unquote blind. He was like, damn, like, are you sure you're blind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just like the dialogue story, styling, how they made it look, feel really big. What's, uh, what's like the standout action set piece for you? Because really that's what the John movies are about is yeah. giving you some sick fights. I think just for the complication. Okay, let me explain. I watch action movies very differently. Mm. I love it because of like, for me, I'm thinking producer brain. Okay, how did how did the director like shoot this? How did they, like the cinematographers like all like do all this shoots? Like mm-hmm. like this is like insane. Um, I think the um the Arc de Triumph, the the Paris one, and him in the car was amazing because like they did car stunts that turn into traffic stunts mm-hmm. to and uh and also just like um like even more like car crash stunts cool. too and also on top of that shooting yeah, yeah and yeah. plus a dog cool that actually was actually good because Halle Berry sucked she's in it <laughs> no she was not which she's was in three she's in three she was yeah, terrible in I three. Fucking, yeah I remember that yeah oh man I feel like it's like their career took the worst possible turn she was on top of the world she was yeah. so respected and then she was in she monster James and Bond no uh, die, die another day or no, tomorrow yeah die another day I think Catwoman just fucked her I think Catwoman is after. Catwoman's 2003, I think. And I think James Bond wasn't too bad. What? So I, I'll go on record saying that Die Another Day is my favorite Pierce Brosnan James Bond. Which one's that one? <laughs> That's the really shitty one. So it starts in North Korea and he's been tortured. For oh, no, I like that one. That was and good. So it's got the cringiest stuff. Like it's got the guy who has the diamonds encrusted in his face. Yeah. But then it's the white British guy who spoilers for die another day <laughs> he's a north um, korean <laughs> yeah so the british guy he's a north korean general who's had like surgery he literally to, got white face yeah yeah <laughs> uh and there's just some really bad cg like he windsurfs uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh and there's the there, that's the one that has the invisible car yeah and so he's riding he's like floating on the invisible car I first, Anyways. and then yeah now i'm like yeah this is great now i'm going like ooh. but i the reason i love it yeah. Is that it's so bad that it's so much fun. Yeah. Whereas all the other Pierce Brosnan movies kind of just are stuck in between being silly Roger Moore movies and self-serious T- Timothy Dalton ones. Yeah, because like GoldenEye was really good. I like GoldenEye. I think it's kind of too long and the and last 30 minutes kind of boring. Um, I, I <laughs> yeah, right. like GoldenEye. I like Tomorrow Never Dies, which is the newspaper baron who's like, I'm going to control all the news. Yeah. TV, cable news, and newspaper. That's the future. You know what You know what? I actually took away from that movie the most yeah. is him hunt, uh, one-headed typing. 
Yeah, and then there's uh, The World is Not Enough. I might have inverted them, but The World is Not Enough is the one with Sophie Marceau. That was a good one. That's a pretty decent one, and she's great, and it's got the villain who can't feel anything because he has like a bullet through his brain. And he's a good villain, but he's just in the wrong movie. Which one? Uh, Renault, I think, is his name or something. But he, yeah, he got shot, and so he doesn't feel pain. Yeah. Because he's a great henchman because he ends up being the not the villain you well, think he is but he's you, not no you thought he was like the main villain like but then Golden it turns Eye. out marcy yeah or sophie marceau because she seduced him oh yeah. she like yeah and i love that him. but i mean like i like the pierce Brosnan movies fine but he's probably my least favorite james bond other no. than george lazenby because he doesn't really count but who george lazenby he's he did one so he did on her majesty's secret service so he was oh, an Australian model. Um, he's so he, Australian model. playing a British? So he's a model. Wow. Uh, he's not an actor and he fucking sucks. <laughs> he looks cool. Like He kind of looks has like a Cary Grant look. Yeah. But he sucks. That movie could have been great. Yeah. I'm but, just, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. Like I would really want the woman who was no time to die. Oh, Lashonda Lynch? Yeah. Or, I want yeah. her to like just keep going with it. We, I was talking to Cassie about that. Yeah. Uh, like, like, I want her to be double seven. I would be fucking pumped. Yeah. Do you think that there's an audience the same size as there was for Donald Craig with LaShonda Lynch leading the franchise? Unfortunately not. Yeah, I think that's yeah. unfortunate. I think like there could be, and it would take time to build it. Because even like Casino Royale was a big movie, but yeah. it, like it was only at Skyfall that it hit critical mass. And like that's yeah. when it broke a billion dollars. Really? So, was it Skyfall that Skyfall is like one of the highest grossing James Bond movie ever, I think, still. It is a great movie. It's a very good movie. It has big flaws, but it's very, very good. Yeah. Um, but and I think like you have to accept that when you switch to a name June James Bond, it takes a little bit to build speed again. And yeah. I don't want them to make her James Bond. I don't want her to be like, I'm Jane uh, name's Bond, Jane Bond. Oh. Like I don't want stupid shit like that. <laughs> but as 007, yeah. you know, carrying forward the world of MI6. Like I'm into that. I think yeah. she's awesome, and I really enjoyed a lot of her stuff. I think I almost think that they should do a TV show, but I also feel like that's kind of such a cop out where you're like, yeah. you know, it's the world of James Bond, but it's not, you know, the same. I level. would, I would give it a shot. I if I was like, which studios? Paramount. M okay, so MGM, oh, Amazon, Amazon bought. MGM. Oh yeah, so if I was Amazon, I would literally. Fuck. Oh God. I feel so sick. <laughs> oh, Amazon owns James Bond. <laughs> get no. to get that money. Um, no, I think if I was Amazon, mm -hmm. I would literally roll the dice and just like, just try it out because just like, okay, we need it to be just as hard as Daniel Craig movies, mm -hmm. but new character, new style, but just like, we need it. We can't go soft on it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, you can't like, you know, tiptoe around it. And I think that they were, Trying to feel out what the next move was in No Time to Die. Yeah. Spoilers for No Time to Die. Yeah. Um, I think both Anna de Armas and uh, oh. Lashonda Lynch. Yeah. They were both like, maybe we can like you know continue the yeah. franchise with both of them. And I've heard rumors they're interested in making. That'd be such a cool uh, buddy Anna cop. Well, exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone loves Anna de Armas, and she's awesome in that show. I she's, love. She's going to be in a John Wick, uh, for a John Wick spinoff. Oh, I think ballerina. Oh, and Keanu right. Reeves is actually going to be in there. That's cool. But just she as a cameo. A, she has an Apple TV movie coming out with Ghost Evans. Yeah. That looks so good. I don't know. There's a lot of really bad CG in the yeah, trailer. But I think it's looks, just, I yeah. I think it's literally Chris Evans like this is his honeymoon phase. He was like, I'm just going to do what the fuck I yeah, want. Yeah, he probably made like $20 million to just show Nine. for a week or some shit. Uh, oh, yeah. For that movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he, I, he, I don't even think he's doing that much action, and it seems like Anadarmus is like the action. No, hero. there's a, there's a part where he like, like I think he like starts getting in the groove. Like he does. Oh, like, you were right. There's yeah, definitely yeah. like a Mister and Mrs. Smith yeah, moment. Yeah, like unlock his yeah. latent abilities. Latent abilities, but he's probably still terrible at shooting and everything. But yeah, I would love to watch uh, Anna and um, Lashonda Lynch. Yeah, like, that'd be a fucking awesome. Yeah, those those just oh that. Yeah, be she so just cool. wears like. I can see Lashonda Lynch just wearing like such a dapper tuxedo and she's just such a womanizer. I don't know. I can't remember if the character is, you know, coded gay or not, but I think I think, well, I mean, she, she will do whatever it takes to accomplish the mission. Yeah. And I mean like they code, they, I love in Skyfall, they imply that James Bond has had sex with men and he's like, he's like, yeah, gotta do he, it. What, Cause like, um, Raul Silva. I think yeah. Is his name. He's like, he's like kind of like teasing him like sexually. Yeah. And he's like, what what makes you think this is my first rodeo? And it was such a like, ooh, <laughs> spicy. And so I, I love that they yeah. gave him that sexual power. And yeah. hopefully they do the same thing with Latana Lynch. I, I just, think it would actually be really fun to switch the power dynamic and have her be whatever the the equivalent of being a womanizer is for men, a manizer. And she just like, I think, sleeps like, a man with like I think it's called man killer. A man, oh yeah, a man eater. Man eater. Man eater, yeah. Um yeah, and she just like sleeps with these fucking bimbo men and they like get fucking covered in gold and shit. Like that would be awesome. I would fucking love that. But she can't be James Bond. No. She has to be 007 yeah. in the the world. She can carry a ton of the traditions forward. Yeah. But it's just like as soon as her name is Bond, it'll be like ah. Yeah, just be like just just call it double. Just you know what? Just get rid of James Bond for now. Yeah, just retire the name. Just yeah. call it 007. Yeah, 007. Uh, the future is now. Whatever the fucking yeah yeah. And then, but here's the problem. You know the whole problem with this movie. Um, well, it's not really a problem at least from our side. But like the right wing will attack it. And be like this is the most woke James yeah. Bond ever. Blah blah. You know all the bullshit. Uh, but I, I think it would probably still be f- fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, woke is such a bullshit word that is. It is a terrible word. It's just everything that the right doesn't like. They'll just lump under woke and be like, that's the that's the issue. But it's like, yeah, there's a million different issues that you're trying to simplify and make seem like they're actually an issue. But it's like really it comes down to representation. And yeah, to me, the big realization I had because I used to be like, brings the power. Like you know, like yeah, well, like you know, you can like. Do you need the people of color in these roles? But I realized pretty quickly, as soon as you start thinking about it, who fucking cares about the consistency of a universe more than fixing a real world problem? A real world problem is representation in media. That is a real fucking issue facing our world today. And we need to make steps. We need to progress in that way. Who the fuck cares (laughs) if the elves are black? Yeah in Tolkien verse or not I, we need to address the issue yeah. <laughs> so is is you know your stupid not stupid is your fantasy lore yeah more important than a real world issue honestly no. god like watching rings of power i haven't finished it i think mm-hmm. i'm like four episodes in it's I, fine it's, it's, it's not a great show it, it's fine. It, yeah what i watch i was like oh that's kind of cool yeah um but like it was like oh like everyone's like black elves i was like what what's wrong with that? i watch it and i'm like is this fine so quickly you <laughs> just forget about it yeah. you're just like Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah. There's like these yeah. precursor hobbits. Yeah. There's you know they're yeah. they're all these different cultures. They're and like then, these races. That's cool. And like the new little mermaid. I can't remember her name. Halle Berry. Is. Yeah. Halle, oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about. Yeah. It last we talked time. about it. Um. It's fine. She yeah, has okay. a great Who voice. Fucking cares? Yeah, like, yeah. And people are like, well, no, they just cast her for that. No, maybe they cast her because she has a great voice. You hear her sing, and you're yeah. like, that's a little fucking her, mermaid, man. Her music is so good. Her and sister. I love I don't the listen music. to it. It's actually great. Yeah, but she sounds 
spot on for the role. Yeah. And like, I, <sighs> I don't fucking care yeah. about consistency with a Disney movie from 1988 or 89. Who cares? Who <laughs> fucking cares. It is not a cultural. Yeah. It's not like it is such a corporate of thing. Yeah. That, yeah. You grew up with. But it is not like a piece of art that in 200 years we're going to like look at in a museum yeah. and be like, wow, Little Mermaid, that really changed the game. Yeah. That's a really important cultural touchstone. That's a, that's <laughs> a really important artistic message yeah. that like shifted the way that people in that era saw art. Yeah. No, it's a corporate piece of fucking mass media. <laughs> yeah. That is not more important than representation yeah. in cinema. Who here's, the fuck cares? Here's the thing is like, I think like Disney probably wins there because they're like, oh, you put like I'm really being blamed. We put someone black as Ariel and then it's going to spark all this like media attention from mm -hmm. both sides because right's going to attack it. Left's going to defend it. And guess what? We're talking about it. We're going to talk about We're it. We're talking about it now. Yeah. Why well, would not fucking talk about yeah. the little mermaid at all? Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't for this issue. Yeah. So it works. And then, and then uh, right wing will watch it because they're going, Oh, we're going to like fucking like, yeah, this movie. left people are going <laughs> to watch it. Cause you know, it's great. Yeah. Um, and then well, I don't know if the movie's going to be great. It's still a yeah. live action Disney remake. Oh, God. That's the thing too. <laughs> we, we need to stop fucking caring because it's still going to like at the end of the yeah. day, it's going to be a shitty corporate <laughs> movie yeah. that doesn't exist to tell a story or, you know, share some human truth. Yeah. It exists to make Disney a billion dollars. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing is that Bobby goes back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, praise Bobby. Go praise Bobby. Please. Because you made Disney cool and then you left and you did the replacement. Got fucked so it bad, up. Yeah. And then hopefully have you come back to kind of go like, we're making a lot of money, but we're making a lot of money in bad ways. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> like I, one of the first things he said when he came back was, we're going back to quality over quantity because I think Disney Plus they'd been so concerned about getting enough content yeah. to make it worth it. But um, it was interesting seeing the Google Trends. Someone posted a photo of the Google Trends when you search all the Star Wars shows, and Mandalorian season one and season two are these huge spikes. Yeah. But then all the other Star Wars shows coming out, and there are all these little blips. Yeah. And then Mando season three is now a little blip. It's oh. like because they oversaturated the TV, yeah. the Star Wars TV market. No one fucking cares, yeah. and it sucks. Andor is a great show, and it deserves more praise than the Mandalorian ever got. I thought I thought it did get a lot of praise. It got praise from fans, but it didn't get the recognition in the same way that the Mandalorian did. Like the Mandalorian yeah. crossed over, yeah, and it was a huge mainstream hit. Andor's still kind of like a weird niche. I think Boba Fett in terms of Star Wars, everything. Yeah, they really fucking killed the momentum because yeah. they were like, we're gonna take the iconography of Mandalorian. And none of the charisma of what's happening. Uh, and yeah. we're the only reason why so I watched stupid. Boba Fett was like, oh, just watch the Mandalorian parts, like the one and a half episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. you're like, yeah, it's great. I love Baby Yoda. Let's go. I, uh, so I watched the first couple episodes of the new season of I the watched one and a half. It's fine. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I, I always feel like the Mandalorian was always fine. Yeah, I and just then, yeah, I just wish Baby um, Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda never came back. Because, okay, so at the end of season two, Luke Skywalker takes him. Yep. And so in Boba Fett, he yep. comes back? Yep. I didn't watch that. Yeah. Yeah, he comes back. That's a fucking mistake yeah, it's to have that conclusion of the storyline be be done. There. Yeah, because Mandalorian um, was trying to, like, find him a little bit or at least try to give him a gift. Okay. Right? It's like, hey, you know, because I miss I you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, baby Yoda and Luke was training, but- 
Baby Yoda kept getting distracted because he's really attached to Mando. Uh-huh. And then the, the Luke is like, you have a choice. Stay here, become a great Jedi master or... Stay so, with Mando. Yeah, Mando. And then he just goes, he does the stupid, stupid Star Wars, like little star swipe thing. And then you obviously you're like, he's fucking going to go back. Yeah. And then he goes back. Stupid. Because <laughs> I, that was a good moment at the end of season two. I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, yeah. we get to have a bunch of Luke Skywalker, yeah. like this training. That's cool. Yeah. But then at the end of season three, you're like, did that ever happen? Was that a dream? Because yeah, so, they're just exactly where they fucking Yeah, because I remember watching the beginning of episode two, mm-hmm. at least a little bit, episode two. And it's like, oh, you can see... See, now it's like, it's kind of like Banjo-Kazooie a little bit. Like him, like, you just see Mando kicking ass, and then he just, like, uses Baby Yoda. like For the for one ability. One yeah. ability, like, uh, yeah. Well, and I find I do not care about the story. Yeah. I think the strength of that show for me is the world and, like, the texture of it. They do a really yeah. good job with, like, these new creatures or, like, yeah. a lot of the special effects are obviously extraordinary, but there's like, a, there's, like, a beast cyborg creature in I think the first or second episode I did the second episode yeah and I was yeah. like this is really cool this is actually yeah. like a really cool star, still Star Wars-y cartoony thing yeah but it's really menacing and it's really intense and then they like change the stakes of how it yeah. moves and you're like okay well now it's like more of a baby Grogu level thing yeah. but then okay and I thought there was like really clever uses of that universe yeah but then it's just I don't fucking care about like yeah, yeah I have to become a pure Mandalorian. I gotta re- redeem myself. <sighs> I just wish it was like, okay, cool. Like, I just, yeah, like that part, maybe it's because I have a problem with religion. I'm just like, dude, it would be so much more cooler that, okay, you just, you're you're a Ronin style Mandalorian now. Yeah. And then sometimes you do like one or two like crazy missions for them. So you can kind of like, they'll get your armor kind of yeah. upgraded and cool. Yeah, that's a, that was yeah. cool when it's like almost a video game. Yeah. I also think. And maybe I'm alone in this. I'd be interested, audience, what you think. Having a whole tribe of Boba Fett's is really fucking stupid. I it's like, why do they all fucking look like Boba Fett? It's stupid. It's just a Mandalorian culture. It's stupid. And yeah. it's it's like <laughs> clearly so creatively bankrupt on Star Wars's behalf to be like, okay, what's a character people like? Okay. I just made I, a whole tribe yeah. of people that have the Boba Fett helmet. Just like different <laughs> colors. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's like, it would be so much cooler. If the Mandalorian, you know, Pedro yeah. Pascal, yeah. uh, who I doubt is still inside that suit, I think he just does the voice acting now. I strongly doubt they're paying enough money or they that they, they found it find it worth it to put him in that suit anymore. I have, I don't have any proof, but I, I have I, a feeling. I think I will probably go against that just because okay. I just just watching Pedro Pascal, just how he is, he's probably doing it. I also yeah. think I it was cute. The first season that you know he's always in the suit, but they they should have kept it a story reason why he now can keep his helmet off because yeah. it I, I don't find the face I don't find these helmets engaging. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at fucking Star Wars figurines. Cool. Yeah. No, I think I think to me it was so cool, and then it was really heart wrenching and sad when he had to take his helmet off. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was he's great. Like, like, but he did it because he loved the kid and yep. he wanted to like succeed. Um, but yeah, like I think, I think now it just kind of like it feels so forced. It's yeah. like yeah, it's literally what you're talking about. It's like this is like John Favreau going, just holding an action figure, going, yeah. okay, now Mando's gonna do this. Yeah, and he goes, go pew pew. Yeah, and I think the best episodes are ones that have you know 
uh, political. I mean, I love Star Trek, uh, but like the episode in season two, that was like, oh, maybe I do like the show was the one with Bill Bill Burr. Strangely yeah, enough. the prison break. Yeah. And I was like, there's like stakes and characters and like emotional like um, yeah there's emotional stakes to what's happening yeah whereas like the first i think i watched three episodes i just couldn't care fucking less yeah and it's like yeah the stuff that's happening is kind of cool yeah and like you know coming to this underground mandalorian like boba fett city it looks cool and you know there's like decent action i guess but like i don't fucking care yeah and they really i think are relying way too much on the iconography to make me invested but yeah i think i think hopefully enough bob eager just just uh kind of fixes up but i do want to just kind of go back to john wick four um just to kind of sum it up yeah um i love it hi it's basically up you know what it is um like i was just thinking about it right now um it's like the world of luxury fashion in an action movie which is literally true (laughs) because they're all wearing suits yeah yeah they're Mm -hmm. all wearing suits that they look fucking awesome mm-hmm. winston looks cool lance riddick was really cool in it like rest in peace lance r.i.p yeah i really miss you um bill mm-hmm. all those guys he just looks so cool and i think that yeah that's something john wick's gotten better at his style yeah. the first one had style but it was like kind of half committed to its style yeah and well it gets mean, more and more styling as yeah because after two well during two and maybe a little bit after the suits became more prevalent because it became body armor for them yeah so there was more parts to it, but okay. I've said everything I love about the show. Here's what I didn't like oh, tell is me. kind of like, it's kind of hitting true on the action part. Mm-hmm. Definitely every single uh, section of fights because number two and number three, no, number three, especially was just like a constant barrage of action and very little breaks. Mm-hmm. This one felt uh, really good pacing of buildup. But the down of our action just experience all the excitement just went on like probably two to f- ten minutes, depending on which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Too long. Because definitely those are parts that you can feel like you're like, oh, okay, cool. He's finished the stage. Nope, there's more. There's more. There's yeah, more. Yeah, like, dude just crowds out from the back. Yeah, so I think it's to me, I think I was fine with it because I felt that. And I'm like, ooh, they should have stopped it there. Yeah. But yeah, hey, you know, it's I'm, so just, fun, yeah. I'm still going to watch it because it's just crazy and he's put so much work into it. Because yeah. I think I just had the admiration of like them just doing so much. Yep. Um, I think the story was fantastic, though. Just fantastic. Like, yeah, That's just strong. That's yeah, strong words. Because they have so much symbolism. Okay. There's one scene at the end where he's like, they, they say like in the in the radio going 218 steps to your destination and it's him just going fighting uphill. That's fun. Yeah, just fighting uphill. Donnie Yen uh, helps him out eventually, but you'll like moments of like, it's kind of like, uh, have you watched Old Boy? Oh yeah, the original Jet- yeah. Like, Korean one. So those, it wasn't like a one shot, but you can see that symbolism. Yeah. yeah, him going up and then him getting kicked back down mm-hmm. and going back up and like those like constant. That's cool. Flow. I think that's so important for a good action scene is like clear physical stakes yeah and like clear use of the physical space like i hate fight scenes that could take place anywhere yeah and it's like i think that the space should help tell the story and progress the action and stuff yeah that's cool so i think it's perfect like i think it's like to me it's the perfect action movie you're crazy man. yeah well just the fact that like from like anyone who wants to make an action movie needs to watch all of the films and kind of just like not because of the story whatever Mm. but you can see like okay this movie has now 
raise the stakes for all future action movies. I be I I do have to see this. I'm ever, I it's tough not doing the movie podcast because yeah. it used to be I have to see it, and so I'd force Cassidy to go see those movies with me. Yeah. So like Creed, John Wick, uh, and another thing, I was like. Let's go see them because like, I'm not really interested in them. So like I yeah. could go by myself or I should just call you. Yeah, I should have yeah, just got Because yeah, I do want to see them. But yeah. uh, well, we're going to watch, I think, D&Ds this weekend. Yeah, D&Ds this so weekend. So we'll go watch that. Hell yeah. You want to go to the one in Guilford or the one over here? Either I, or. I, I have a Cineplex membership, so I get free tickets at Cineplex. I think I got, I think I have some gift certificates. Sure. Anyways, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but I think just as, you know, this is a spoiler. Like, do you care? For John Wick? Yeah. No, I don't care. Okay, cool. So at the end, it's kind of like these, they trick, they trick Bill guy, well, they call him the Marquis, uh, and he dies, and yep. then John Wick dies from his wounds. Does he actually die? He actually dies. Cool. That's really cool. Which I was like, I first I was like, oh, and I was like, no, no I, 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 can, I, didn't, I can dig it. I'm like, no, this is good. And then I remember I watched it. I left the theater before the end credits, but I was watching you, it with my dad, Okay, which <laughs> is so funny. Beginning of the week, he's like, I want to see an action movie because I love action. Action is great. I'm like, oh, we're going to go watch John Wick Perfect. Park. So I watch, watch it with him. And at the end of the movie, he's like, I'm tired. I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> so It's three hours of yeah, fucking action, it's action dude. He's like, I'm like, did you like? He's like, it's really good. I'm tired. Uh, I want to go it's home. Like, so, I, I, so I skipped the, the end credits screen. Totally fair. Uh, but apparently, there's a part in the movie. Donnie Yen kills this other person. Like, the mutual friend. And the mutual fan had a daughter. Daughter's coming back for revenge. Sure. Well, whatever. Whatever. It's great. Um, but yeah, it just it just felt so good. It just felt so satisfying. I yeah. love conclusions. Yeah. I hate when things are left open ended because they're just like, well, maybe we'll want to come back and make more money. Yeah, that's that's the one thing is that I didn't like John Wick three for that reason because mm-hmm. I was under the depression. I went in. Because they're like, ah, John Wick 3 would be the end. I'm like, oh, cool. It totally felt like it was yeah. going to be the end. For yeah. Sure. And then they're like, well, whoopsie, he survives. I yeah. was like, oh. There's nothing worse than something going on longer than it should. And yeah. I think four movies is fine for John Wick. I'm, I am excited to see it. And I yeah. think that's fine. But like Cobra Kai, I that fucking end. loved Cobra Kai. And now there's fucking five seasons. There's a sixth season coming out. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I stopped watching after they, season three. Yeah. Th- I, I think that show, if it was three seasons and yeah. it ended with Johnny and Dan- Daniel becoming best friends, teaming up, and then their dojo Beats. wins. Yeah. And like, that's the the three season arc. Yeah. It could have been like one of the great, un- like underappreciated shows and yeah. just like such a crowd pleasing fun show. And then Netflix fucked it. And then, yeah, there was a season four and it's the same fucking sh- same <laughs> shit happens again. And then there's a season five. I haven't even watched. I have almost no interesting no, interest no. in watching until I know they're done. Yeah. I don't want them to fucking like, oh, are Daniel and Johnny going to be friends? Almost. Oh. oh, no, they're not. They're enemies yeah. again. I think the oh. only the really only really cool thing I like that whole show, which I've really admire is um, I didn't think i liked her at first and then i really grew attached to her is uh peyton liss um, that's the she's the kind of like rebel cobra kai, cobra cobra kai love interest yeah. yeah she's like the, yeah she was the um kind of like the bad girl yeah, yeah i like her too yeah she's like they it, it just she's like surprised me i'm like oh she's like so boring okay who's and, uh, on three we'll say our least favorite character in the show i don't i can't remember her name 
the LaRusso girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she sucks. No, she she was really good at the first season and sure. then she got like progressively worse. Well, she just like has these she's cruel. She's mean. Yeah. And I think like Peyton List, her character, she, you know, she's she's quote unquote bitchy in some ways. Yeah. But like she's fighting for her life every day of her life. Yeah, because like, like her, her parents, parents are absentee. Yeah. They're yeah. And so she's like you know, doing where's Dan? Like, uh, what I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, yeah, Dan, Cindy Larusso. Who cares? Whatever, stupid um, bitch. She is spoiled, yeah. and a brat, and she just gets everything she wants. And she's yeah, complaining all the time. And she's like, you know, I think the show wants us to think that she's the good guy. No, you. But she's like the arguably like the biggest villain yeah, in like, the show. Whatever that guy. Um, that's not true. There's no, no. Whatever the guy's name, John Kreese. No, not John Kreese. The Original guy that Johnny was teaching. Do you know? Him? Oh, Dan, uh, Miguel. Miguel. Like, Miguel should have dumped that bitch. Just to stay with Peyton Liss. <laughs> well, like, it's, yeah, I mean, they just, they ran out of good places to take the story. And so they kind of yeah. just loop around on the same shit again. <sighs> and like, that show, I mean, spoilers for season two or three of Cobra yeah. Kai, the battle royale at the school was like the <laughs> most insane yeah. in the good way shit I'd ever seen. Yeah. And then Miguel breaks his back and like that is oh. like the best act two break ever. So at the yeah. end of act two in a movie, in most stories, that's like the low point. It's like yeah. you have this this false victory and then like this look crushing low point. Yeah. Um before, you know, the the heroes regroup and kind of learn a from their their failings and have their kind of like last moment yeah. before they you know they finish the 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 arc yeah and that would have been such a good dark moment of like yeah of like low it's it's the low point like he broke his back like will he ever recover and if the next season was him you know learning to walk again but like realizing that karate is important yeah. but it's like it's about friendship and love yeah and he teaches you know the 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 he teaches Johnny's kid who has kind of gone off the rails to be good. I totally forgot about yeah. him. <laughs> like there was so much they could have done to like close it and then they just kept fucking going. Yeah. Anyways, it's we, money. this is not the Cobra Kai. The money. Yeah, the Netflix yeah. when they know people are watching. But I can't imagine that show many people are watching yeah. anymore. I'll be honest, uh I'll shout out to YouTube, the YouTube originals. Uh that is yeah. the only reason why I bought premium. Same. Yeah. I was so curious. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's this? And I bought premium and then I'm I haven't stopped buying premiums. Yet. Well, honestly, I if I that might be the last service on the chopping block. If I cut off every service, really? YouTube Premium might be the last one. I would just keep YouTube. Premium. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just yeah, everything else like I can pirate anything. Yeah, but the, what YouTube Premium offers me, I can't really replicate because I'm not yeah. gonna fucking pirate YouTube videos. Because so, sometimes I uh, I have um forgotten to switch my account because i have like four accounts oh yeah yeah not just i've let's wing it i have yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah. whatever um but my youtube premiums on my main account yep. and sometimes i forget and i start watching i'm like oh my god <sighs> yeah and it was like so many ads i'm part of the problem because i've i've told people the best practices to make more money on youtube <laughs> i'm like you have you have to enable everything yeah but it's like oh like this is the best reason why you should get youtube premium 100 percent and I, I think what really sells me t on it, too, is like I used to have Spotify. Yeah. And I just got rid of that because YouTube music, it's not yeah. as good. Yeah. But it's fine. And it has all the it has all the same songs. It's just the the playlist creating algorithms aren't quite as sophisticated. Yeah. And that's fine. I usually just look up albums to play and I play the albums and yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But then that's included in my YouTube premium. I pay like 20 bucks for a family plan 
I have five friends or four friends with me that I pay their YouTube premium and I pay for their YouTube music for 20 bucks a month. It's fucking you pay for them. Why well, just pay 20 bucks? Yeah. And I was like, I don't care. Is it like Cassie and Cassie, Zoe? I think Riley's on it. And then I have a friend. <laughs> Riley? Yeah. Fuck he's, supposed Riley. To make, he's supposed to make coffee, but he never <laughs> fucking does. It's fine. Um, <laughs> that, bitch, that bitch makes him enough money. That's fine. I don't really care. Riley, if you listen to this, you're a bitch. <laughs> it, I don't think Riley's listening to this. Um, he might be on. Uh, yeah. At some point, that'd be really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, that's uh, that's John that's Wick, th- John Wick Four, John Wick Four plus Mandalorian plus uh, Cobra, Kai. Cobra Kai plus so something else. I would yeah. oh, a bit of James Bond. James Bond. I would I would say um, you would say it's worth watching. Oh, hundred percent. I I would um, I'm actually one of my most excited things I'm thinking about is that I will buy the Blu-ray box edition. You're a fucking loser. of just <laughs> 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 yes, no, because I want I just want to make sure I can. Find a cut like I hopefully enough he releases it. Oh, the, like four um, hour, the four hour yeah, John yeah, Wick because yeah, yeah. I will watch the shit out of that. I mean, fair enough. Like, yeah. there's sometimes I want content just to fill time. Yeah, and so having extra scenes that probably aren't as good. Yeah, uh, but like I still will enjoy. Like, sure. Yeah, because I because okay. I also talked to one of my Twitch friends. Oh, she was a viewer mm. that we became friends. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Emma, uh, she's studying. She's good. Shout out Emma. Emma. Um, she might become a script supervisor. I was like, you know, cool. yeah, it's like, so basically it's like con- continuity. Yeah. I'm like, you should watch this. Cause like, holy shit. Like if you can master like a level of script supervising in this movie, you'll be fine. <laughs> Cause it's like, oh, bloodstain at the left yeah. there. Like it's crazy. But yeah, I would give it 8.5. Actually, you know what? Talking to you, 8.8.8. 8. 8. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's definitely, like, one or two parts on that's, it. That's John Wick 4. I'll get, I will see it eventually. I'll get my thoughts. When yeah, John Wick 4. Um, but uh, something we both watched. Oh, you've completed it. I've completed it. You're I've, episode eight. I'm, I think, 80% there. 80%. Uh, so we won't talk about the last two episodes, uh, at least not in specific detail. Yeah. But the show is Apple TV's latest uh, show. It's it, The season finale just aired this week, which I didn't realize because it's just oh, really? fortuitous timing. Yeah. Uh, shrinking. Hello, people from the past. This is David from the future. The thoughts that we have on shrinking are very high. We really like the show. Yeah. John, you highly recommend it as well. Hundred percent. Before you listen to our thoughts, you should go. Wa- you should go watch it. Just pause it. Just pause this episode. Go watch it. Apple TV. Download it. Do yeah. whatever. It's a great show. Highly, very funny, very touching, very easy to watch because it doesn't yeah. fall into like really shitty tropes. Uh, and now we're back, uh, starring Jason Segel, Harrison Ford, uh, and some other great actors. I don't know the names of, like Jordan uh, from yeah. actually a few people from Scrubs, because Bill Lawrence is the executive uh, the producer. producer of Scrubs, yeah. and he did some Ted Lasso episodes as well. Yeah, no, he's the executive producer of Ted Lasso. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, Bill Lawrence, like I've loved Bill Lawrence's yeah. stuff ever since Scrubs. Like I was the first initial fan of Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, I I think I watched it back in 2007, 2008. Sure. Um, I was in Mexico. Oh, fine. I was too drunk. <laughs> and you're like, I just need to- I just need to sit down and watch something, and I just turned out. I'm like, what's this funny I show? I love Scrubs. And I think yeah. it holds up pretty well. I think uh, the narration's a little bit cringy, but I yeah. think it's fine. I think it's funny still. Those, those, it's funny, but yeah. some topics are like, ooh, you can't say that now. Oh, that's fair. But um, I think that's pretty normal of that. Of that uh, yeah. Era. It's like, like a lot of shows, like 30 Rock, I think is one of the best sitcoms of all time, but they have to, they've delisted one of the episodes where I think Tina Fey does blackface. 
Oh, no um, way. Yeah, I can't remember if it's her or someone, another character, but there's definitely blackface in the episode. Yeah. So they just de- delisted it. Yeah. Those are the Tina Fey show I will talk about after this. But um, yeah, to me, Shrinking, I want to watch it, but I wasn't. Here's the thing is that I'm, I'm like that kind of weird stubbornness mm-hmm. that everyone goes, watch it, watch it, watch it. Just like everything all at once, whatever. Everything ever all at once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone's gotta like, watch watch it. It. I gotta, gotta watch fuck it. you. I don't want to watch it. Uh, so, You're only hurting yourself. I know. No, but even my dad has watched it. Yeah, it's one of the greatest movies yeah. of the last 10 years. I, one I, of the greatest I, movies of all time. Yeah, I, I understand it. I want to watch it. I think I'll just save it for when I'm feeling low or sure. something and I'll watch it. Uh, but I didn't want to watch it until Jillian was like going, we should watch this. I was like, eh. And then I kind of went to another room and then she started watching it and I just kind of like peeked in. I'm like, Hmm, this Ooh, is what's this going? What's good? What's good? And yeah, it's fantastic. It's fucking amazing. Well, actually, here here's one thing with Apple TV, I love because I've I haven't really utilized Apple TV too yeah. much until recently. Um, but man, whoever the Apple Studios, let's just, I'm just going to call it Apple Studios. Uh, they have done to a level of inclusion that I really appreciate. Mm. As in, just fucking don't talk about it. <laughs> Just go, they're there, and they are these kind of people, and this is it. I mean, I don't think that's true. I think like they, the it is a talking point. I mean, so there's three main therapists. There's Jason Siegel, mm-hmm. who basically, basically the premise of the show is he is oh, no. a therapist. I, I know, I'm talking about just in general Apple TV. Oh, I see. Yeah, because another show, Loot. Yeah. I didn't know this, that one of the main characters is transgendered cool. until Jillian pointed it out. I was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for like. Thanks. I didn't need to know that. But yeah, cool. but uh, let's let's yeah. But yeah, let's uh, go back to shrinking. I uh, I didn't think I kind of had a sort of similar experience. Basically, I wanted to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. And so I have it on Plex. Yeah. Or auto at all or at auto downloads. Yeah. Um, and I went to play the episode and it was not playing, and I was like, fuck. Okay, and so really? I was like, I was like, okay, well maybe there's a free trial on Apple TV because I've had Apple TV before, and I was like, I'll just click the app, I'll see, and I went and I played Ted Lasso in the app, and it played, and I was like. Wait, have I been paying for Apple TV this whole fucking time? Oh <laughs> no. Um, which I haven't. Um, but I started uh Cassie's account, which apparently she at one point, one point she went on a trial. Actually, let I, me oh actually wait, no. Let's chat afterwards because I'm gonna be going to the States and getting Apple family again to re enable it. Oh. Uh-huh. So I think you I have the... I know well, I mean I don't care. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I think I have one extra spot. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I watched Ted Lasso and there's yeah. only one episode, and I was like Oh man, and we we yeah. kind of run out of TV shows because Poker Face ended. Um, Cassie's not watching Picard. Yeah. Uh, Last yeah. of Us is done, so we're like, we need a show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Tell Us was weekly, but we were like, okay, whatever. So we go through and we're like, yeah. oh, Shrinking, yeah, I think I saw a trailer for that. that looks cool. Yeah. And we put it on. It's like one of my favorite shows I can remember. Yeah. And I think what what I think what Bill Lawrence has tapped into, and I think what why Shrinking works so well, and so does Ted Lasso. Yeah. I think shrinking more than not is it demonstrates one of the hardest things to do in writing is by not not having like villains and Telasso has villains but shrinking doesn't have villains it's just people you like you're cheering for that make mistakes that are human um but it's like it's good people trying to do their best yeah and that's a hard dynamic to write yeah um and it's a show that isn't constantly delivering you bad news and drama and like character tension because yeah. of shitty miscommunications. Yeah. It's these human situations that are like really relatable 
about you know complex things like grieving your your dead wife yeah. or you know like your husband retiring and you have to deal with yeah. like the, with the change in dynamics and stuff mm-hmm. and they talk about it and there's moments where you're like oh no these two characters they're gonna go and fight and it feels like there's tension for a bit, but then yeah. they communicate yeah. and they talk about it and they, 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 actually they get do, better and then they're friends. Yeah, and you're they like, actually try to like verbally like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. Yes. And it's so fucking refreshing Yeah, because so many shitty shows, especially yeah. sitcoms, they have entire episodes driven by miscommunication that yeah. like, could be solved it's, by like everyone be like. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let's just talk for a second. It's literally, it's, uh, I, I always call it like, oh, could a smartphone fix all of this yeah. dilemma? Like most, oh, most old, like 90s and 2000s shows, like, oh, a smartphone or a cell phone at the yeah. very least could yeah. have fixed Or like everything. even like someone is doing something and there's like three seconds where it's really questionable. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's when the other person's going to walk in. Three, two, one, door opens. Yeah. yeah. They saw the moment that was questionable. And now they're upset and like, well, wait. And then they run off and you're like, no, just fucking stay there for well, 10 seconds and ask for an explanation. Yeah. Let's work through this. Well, I mean, to, to be fair, the episode I'm on, the daughter runs off because Jason or Jason Siegel said something and that's how the episode ended. I think why I why it works is that they don't rely on that. And I think yep. they solve those things pretty quick. Yeah, A lot yeah, of yeah. the times where I'm like, like there was an episode early on where. I can't remember their, their character's name, but the therapist friend. Gia? Um, yeah. And Jordan from Scrubs. I can't remember her character's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, they, yeah. They are like kind of t- at tension because um, Alice. So, okay. B- let's give the premise of the show. Yeah, the premise yeah, of the yeah. show you, J- is following Jason Siegel, who's a yeah. therapist um, whose wife died last year in a car accident. Was it one, one year or those two? I think it was one year. Oh, okay. And so he's. Like the show starts and he's doing drugs with the, like, was he doing drugs with hookers? Yeah. Uh, and basically he hasn't grieved. He's numbed. And I, th- there's a great line in the show that Harrison Ford delivers yeah. about like, yeah, he's like, I've been grieving this whole time. And Harrison's like, you haven't grieved. You've been, you've just been numbing. Yeah. And it's like, so he's just kind of stuck in this, stuck in this place. Yeah. And the show follows him as he kind of snaps into consciousness and realizes what he's been like, what he needs to do and he, yeah. he, how he's sort of abandoned his daughter yeah. to grieve and take care of herself. And he reconnects with her, reconnects with the people around him. Yeah. And it's just this great show and so much character growth from him. And it's, it's a simple premise, but they do so much in the, like the, the inter-character relations yeah. um, and the way they communicate. And it's just, it's nice. Mm-hmm. And there's only one moment and there's, so there's two moments in the show where I was worried. And one of them is yeah. his neighbor who is taking care of his, who's taking care of his daughter. When yeah. He that's, was that's totally so absentee. Fucked. And she's, she was amazing. Yeah. And later on, you know, she's kind of nosy and whatever. And she like has her own toxic traits that she needs to do with she has some quirks, yeah. but she has been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then his therapist friend who was his wife's best friend. Yeah. And she's the godmother of Alice, his kid. But she uh, also hasn't shown up in the way. She was pretty absent yeah. too. And so it's like Alice's birthday or something. And so uh, Jordan's character is there doing her rock polishing. And she's yeah. like, she's the one that's taking care of Alice. And Gia shows up and she's like, oh, you know, like, like, I'm here to take care of her. Thank you for doing your thing. But like, I'm here to take care of her. And she's yeah. like, oh, what'd you get her or whatever? It's like, oh, I got her a basketball. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, show me the basketball. 
And she's like, oh, no, it's oh, over there in the car. And she's lying because yeah. she's been absentee as well. Like, she also dropped the yeah, ball. Yeah, because the thing is, that I think she's taking out her rage and shame on her yeah. for being absent. Yeah, but it's also yeah. Gia is also feeling the shame because yeah. she knows that she fucked up. Yeah. And she's trying to now overcompensate. And there's this moment no, where no, you're like. No, no, it's not overcompensation. I just think that she's taking all that internal stuff and putting it on the Jordan and that's like how she's trying to act out and trying to be like, oh, I'm I'm cool. I think I think part of what's going yeah. on inside of her, yeah, um, is this guilt for failing to show up for Alice. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so she's like, yeah, she's overcompensating. She's like, I'm gonna take care of her now. I'm the godmother. I'm good. And then there's this moment of like, wait, do I not like Gia? Is she gonna be like a secret bitch? Yeah. And like very quickly they address it and they talk to each other and then they're fucking best friends. No, I think they... It's like it, the next episode. They're like best it, friends. I think it took two episodes. The next episode, I think they get drunk together and then they talk yeah. and then they work through it. There's so many moments like that too because like even at episode eight that I watched, yeah. um, it involves Jordan too, funny yeah. enough, is that her husband it was retiring in like two weeks yeah. and she's like, oh, why are you home? It's like, I took a day off. It's like, aren't you retiring in two weeks? Like, what are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> so... The thing is that her character, I'm just explaining for the viewer, is like uh, she's worried that because her husband's going to be home all day and she's home all day, they need space. Yeah. So she explains this to him, which is really very mature. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, I know you're going to be home. You. I yeah. love you. But we need each other's space. But then he rebutes. Like, yeah, this rebuttals. He rebuttals really perfectly. And I actually, I was, Jillian, I was watching that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, this is this so is good. So he goes, I've been grinding for the last 30 years and you have been home. Yeah. I think it's time for you to find something because I yeah. deserve. To I be deserve home. to be home. home. Yeah. And he yeah. says it so well, like better than either you or I can yeah. do right now. Yeah. But it was like, oh, he's right. Because she's right. Yeah. Like she needs her space. Yeah. And he acknowledges but it, that. But too. it is not fair for her to ask him to yeah. stay out of the house with this hobby. And like they both need hobbies and yeah. they both recognize. And that's another thing I love in the show. Yeah. Is I expected him to be like a secret abusive piece of shit. Yeah. And like at any point I expected the ball to drop and be like, oh man, he sucks. He's great. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like the nicest guy all the way he's, through. He's the perfect neighbor. Yeah. Because, oh no, there is one kind of mutual, <laughs> mutual Enemy of the neighborhood is racist Pam. Oh, racist Pam. Yeah. I fucking love that. When Jordan fucking stomps on her flower. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck you, racist Pam. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I think also my perfect part was like, because um, it was, I can't remember what the guy's name. Um, Jason Siegel? No, Jason Siegel's patient. Oh, Jason Siegel's patient. Oh, uh, um, Sean. Sean. So like, Sean was like walking in the neighborhood. Pam was giving him scuff. Yeah, because he he's going. He took out the garbage or whatever. Yeah, he's like, she's like, you don't live here. That's not your garbage. Yeah, and, and he's then like, Jordan comes out, defends him, and then the husband comes up. It's like, oh hey Pam, what's up? It's like we don't like her right now. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, eat a dick, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, it's so like, perfect. And like we've talked, to, I, I've praised the show about like good writing and great yeah. characters and like likability, but it's fucking funny yeah i've laughed out loud so many times <laughs> watching this show yeah. but I, I think one thing we'll we'll both not talking and acknowledging is fucking how awesome harrison ford is in holy this movie, shit in he's, the show he's fucking awesome i'm just so like for me i'm like did harrison ford do this just for a paycheck and he's just kind of phoning in -uh. no -uh. he's like he's 100 committed yeah 
It's probably the most acting I've seen him do in God knows how long, maybe ever. <laughs> God, he had he did more acting in this than fucking uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, easy. Skull, Crystal Skull. This, yeah, complex emotions, and you see, like, he brings a lot of it, a lot of just dyna- dynamicism to it, and he's he's so funny. His dry mm. humor works really well. Him, <laughs> like, him and Jason Siegel are such an unlikely pairing in the sense that they, they just are totally different yeah. species to mm-hmm. me. Like they just don't connect, yeah. but they have such great chemistry. Everyone in the show has such great chemistry and his yeah. dry wit versus Jason Siegel, just like big loosey goosey goofball energy. Yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. I think it's just his, his character is so rooted Yeah, that I appreciate it so much because of just the fact that, he just talks in a way that I can relate mm. going. That's a very realistic thing. Yep. I believe in that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the doc, like I like one big thing was like, cause he has, um, uh, Parkinson's Parkinson's. Yeah. Okay. So, um, he's, he's clear to drive by the DMV and the doctor. Obviously he can't, but I was thinking in my shoes, like I had to pause it. I'm like, if I was, if I had Parkinson's, yeah. Would I be in the, realm of if everyone said i could drive and someone said i couldn't drive would i argue like that because everyone's like oh you hit my new tesla or blah 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 i think in a way secretly inside i would probably be like fuck you i can drive oh 100 yeah it takes a lot of humility and wisdom to be like i probably shouldn't drive and he mm. i like that i like that where he 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 at first he resists because like i just passed the competency test. Yeah. I'm still good. And he goes and does it again. Yeah. And he passes and then he willingly gives it up. And I think like they do such a good job with his arc. He is, they're all fantastic characters. There yeah. is no character in the show where I was like, man, there's not dimension to them. Cause like yeah. Sean or not Sean, uh, the husband of Jordan, he's probably like the most caricature. Like you don't get to see inside his mind very much, No, but he gets dimension at the right time. Yeah. But everyone else, all the main characters, they are such dynamic full-bodied characters like yeah. they all have so much to offer yeah and like oh fuck i just even the daughter is like she's amazing like the actress there she plays like she knows that character in and out and yeah. plays it perfect well and like i i one of the things i really love about the show mm. is when she at the beginning of the, the, the series she's sort of left to fend for herself yeah, and you like can see she that. has Jordan, her neighbor, to help her, mm-hmm. but her dad is just fucking sucking. Like he, or later on, she'll be like, "Oh, I had to clean your fucking cocaine off of this photo." Like, I, you were nothing. Yeah, uh, but and she's like an adult at the beginning. Yeah, but I love as Jason Siegel kind of re-enters her life and starts taking care of her. Yeah, she gets to be a teenager again, and almost yeah. like kind of the shitty ways. Like she, she's a re- rebel and she starts fighting against him. Yeah, and she like, she's like, "I fucking hate you." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, this is great. She gets to be a kid again. Like she yeah. doesn't have to hold on to that adulthood. I think for you, because like, because you're living with Cassie and Zoe, mm-hmm. so you kind of like see that. You're like, ooh, like, oh, hundred yep. percent. Yeah, like, ooh, yeah. yeah well, I'm not. I'm not trying to criticize anything. Good, but you have more uh, real life hands on experience. Yeah, than, yeah. Than, than uh, in most people that are listening to this or watching the show. Probably. But um, yeah, I think my favorite part though of like just like talking it out and fixing it, or at least eventually talking about fixing it or fairly quickly is spoiler alert. Um, I'm going to just say it is that, uh, Sean and the daughter, Sean's being very mature 
And the daughter is obviously infatuated yeah. with him. And that's been a kind of a tension that's tension been built thing. up. Yeah. Like G and Jordan are making fun of Jason Siegel being like, Oh, I remember like my Sean. Like, oh yeah, I gave him, I gave him a, an aggressive hand job at the, like, under the table. Oh, no. And he's just like, Oh my God, no, not Alice. Yeah. But then, um, John, John was very mature and this is, I really applied the decision to doing this yeah. instead of like going into full hormone and pe- totally. technically pedophilia. Pe- pedophilia. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, the daughter's 17 Teen, and he's 22. 22. So I mean like, it's like close, yeah. but it's still not cool. Well, and so in the show, Sean is a vet who's come back from Iraq, Iraq. or Afghanistan um, and he has PTSD and he, Basically, is court mandated to go see Jason Siegel, who's the therapist. Well, he's he's technically because, a convict too. Yeah, no, because no, a, con- a felon, felon. Yeah, uh, because he's having these violent episodes. Like a dude shoves him at a bar and he kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. Like not just like you know gets into a bar fight. It's like he gets mm-hmm. an inch within killing him. And so he's having all this trouble. And Jason Siegel, it becomes his therapist. And basically, through a bunch of frustration and him growing. Yeah. The point is Jason still becomes like a rebel therapist where he does like yeah. everything you shouldn't do. He just kind of follows his instinct. Yeah. Uh, and he like, he takes Sean to go join an MMA gym and he's like, why don't we get your aggression out this way? Yeah. He, he speaks more frankly than he probably should to other. Well, clients. he told one of the girl, like one of the women he was, uh, he's like, he's in love with her or kind of as a crush. You know the first one? I don't think he's a crush on her, but I think he says like he's just frustrated with her. He uh, says like if you don't aban- if you don't leave your no, abusive I- husband, I'm gonna not be your therapist. Oh, anymore. I thought they want. I thought he wanted to date her. Or no, something. I don't think so. Oh, okay, that okay, cool. Maybe I maybe I'm remembering it wrong because I I kind of entered it in the wrong spot. But uh, there's that. But yeah, he, it's like so a therapist yeah. generally has to like listen and ask questions yeah. and not give you their thoughts. But he's like, I'm kind of done with that. I'm gonna give you my thoughts, and he tells her he's like. Your husband's an abusive asshole. You need to fucking leave him. Yeah. Oh, I um, remember because I actually listened to um, Jason Segal. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just I've listened to Conan needs a friend and he was on it. Okay. And he talked about the show. And yeah, even he was like um, saying it's like, yeah, he's based enough doing what therapists are not supposed to do. Yeah. Because in a way, therapists kind of do this too to kind of get you to come back, keep coming back so they can make money. Which I was like, ooh. That's kind of a cynical way of seeing it. I think yeah. it's funny. Sometimes I want my therapist to speak frankly to me. Like I'm like, yeah. but sometimes you do need that. You need to get there yourself. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you need like the realization to come from within. And it's yeah. really powerful yeah. when you have that moment of revelation. Yeah, and you're my, like, my counselor, oh, shit. Yeah, my counselor, she, she's, she will listen to me. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Here's my solution. And I just need, I have a feeling, this is what I'm probably going to do. I just need you as a sounding board and I'll just say it. And she's like, yeah, you're pretty much like 90% there. And I'm like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I don't want to talk about it too long. We're going to go, we're going to record a different episode. Yeah. I think we should cut it off soon. I'm actually going to record a thing right now that you're going to listen to for the second time. I'm going to cut it in before. Yeah. Uh, and now we're back. Oh, I do. No, wait, wait. Oh, if, oh, if no. you're going to give Apple money, um, Go to patreon.com slash less wing it and then <laughs> we'll sign up for a password. Patreon. Yeah. We'll just have shared passwords. You are, should we? Should we? No. <laughs> we'll get in so much trouble. Oh my God. No, no, just, just go there and then you can, you can listen to, uh, the, no, no, no. The, uh, the Walmart wings. Wing, yeah. Wing warm up. Yeah. Wing warm up. And then yeah, just have there. So have some fun. Some fun. And actually, and, and also I, I post random updates. 
I know. I I need to fucking figure out the. You keep out. saying that. Doesn't get I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I just don't do much. It's fine. I do so much. I just can't. You no, know, it's fine. I I I I, I keep right. I keep stoking that fire. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Don't worry. That's fine. Well, on that note, let's call it there for this episode. Yeah. So uh, no, no, we, follow us at yeah. They're uh, just wing it. No, let's uh, let's wing, wing it pod, pod at Gmail. No, no, at on Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And I think TikTok too, but yeah, whatever. Let's wing it twenty two. Yeah, let yeah, let's wing it twenty two at gmail com, and then now Patreon, uh, Patreon dot com slash let's wing it. Shit, get us we some have, get us some sauces, baby. Getting some sauces. How many sauces do we have left? I think two more, three more. Oh my god. Well, hopefully they're all better than this one. <laughs> Shout out. All right, cool. Thanks, okay, guys. Bye.